0: It's Metallica. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> it sure is. The Unforgiven. Aw, they did our little intro for us. Um uh, We're only what, fifteen minutes late? Not so bad. <laughs> we just um <laughs> just fashionably late. Fashionably That's all. late
1: to our own show. But I mean we've been pretty consistent, so yeah. we deserve a little leeway every now and then. For sure. I agree. And, um, I concur. It's been a it's been kind of a crazy week too. It has. <laughs> uh, uh, a lot of uh a lot of things
0: went down. Yeah. Um you went to see Iggy, that's like sure the did. last
1: thing you did, right? Uh besides yes. getting drunk. <laughs> <laughs> had a little too much to drink, but that's okay. Once in a while.
0: Um and I went to see Carseed
1: Herbus, which are not Big names
0: yet, but I believe they will be in a few months. <laughs> um, and I also saw our good friend Summer Peaks. Um, mm-hmm. So I just wanted to mention their their name. I awkwardly said hi to the lead singer, and uh, <laughs> I forget his name. He was like, "Who are you?" Yeah, who the <laughs> fuck are you? But uh, once while. I mentioned Meet You Radio, he was like, "Oh." <laughs> But um, they were so good. They had a really short set, from what I remember. It was only like 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. But um, they did really good, and I, I remembered why I wanted them on the show because we saw them before. Mm-hmm. When they open for... Um, cruel Summer. Oh, I'm sorry. M- moan. <laughs> Mo- no, Mourn. Mourn. Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I fucked that shit <laughs> up. But, and they, mourn, but Cruel Summer was there. Yeah, I Cruel like Summer
0: cruel was summer. there. Uh, summer Peaks and another band. I don't remember.
1: Are we talking about that previous that, show? That show. Right. Cruel Summer, summer, um, peaks. summer Peaks and Mourn.
0: But there was another band, right? Oh no, there was
1: three. Mm-hmm. Just three. Okay. And we've interviewed Cruel Summer, Morn, and Summer Peaks. All three of them.
0: Yeah, that's true. Good but for I, us. Yeah. <laughs> we were go-getters back then. What happened to us?
1: Oh, uh, we got a we got a couple in the works. Okay,
0: so. you're being a go-getter. I'm yeah. being lazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was such it was so good seeing them. And I know they had new material because they sounded way different. Or maybe it's just because we had like an acoustic uh, here when they were on the show, but. Um, they just sounded really good and I was really impressed by them. So I, I would like to have them on show again. Um
1: yeah. So that was that was uh, Thursday night. And then Monday we went to see Deep Valley and Wolf Mother.
2: That right. was an interesting
1: <laughs> combination. I loved Deep Valley, to I be loved. honest with I you. I did too. Even though I felt like some of the songs weren't as tight or could have been more. Well, rehearsed. it's only two girls
0: making the noise, you know. It's so it's, true.
1: It's they only have a guitarist and a drummer, and
0: there's no bass, and there's no keyboards, and um, I thought it sounded really good for just those two girls doing what they were doing, and mm-hmm. they had the whole showmanship
1: down. They had like the.
0: Outfit with the two really bright, the very 70s, and,
1: like fringe. Yeah, I was down for that. Yeah,
0: it's really cool. And she got awesome. up
1: on the drum set
0: and just started like going crazy. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was really impressed by them too. And then obviously, Wolf Mother, so much fun. I forgot how many songs by them I knew until we saw them. And I, they played a lot too. They did, and like they were really charismatic straight. as well. And they had a little girl with the wolf. Hat and just she was dancing like, along on stage for
1: the encore.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was such a good show. It was it just was the good. people were kind of.
1: This one guy legit touched down. my ass and thought he was gonna get get away with it, and I was like, "Oh no, you didn't, motherfucker! Do you ever come to the film war? Because I'm gonna fuck with you so bad right now." <laughs> he was. So I kept hitting him the so random. Time. He, was he was just, just
0: taking a me. picture over you like the whole time, like not picture, video. I'm assuming, um, but it's just kind of weird when guys try to get to the front just to take a video um and they're so tall already and it's like you could literally stand behind me and
1: then that one loser um standing in front of you who was videotaping the entire show and he was Uh so tall
0: and it's like when you when you do you're tall and you move your arms up like there's no way i can see
1: around you like there's no way and I was like, well, I can move, but that means I'm going to back the fuck <laughs> up with no, this like, motherfucker no behind way. me. We were I'm so f- close to the front, too, and it was kind of like... And I, o- I almost of- went left, right? I almost, like, lost it at the beginning, and I was like, Cause you Because know you what? have lost it. <laughs> 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 I lost it a couple weeks ago, not, th- not that long ago, but I was like, you know what? I want to enjoy this. This is concert so. etiquette. You know, you either have it or
0: you don't, and mm-hmm. it's- Just so happens that every time you've been going out lately we've been encountering people who don't have it. And That's a nice way to do it. There's nothing you can do about it. You know, it's a show. You roll with the punches and just try to have a good time. Literally
1: I was (laughs) punching him in the dick. (laughs) Did not give a shit. That was true. I need to go drink some water. (laughs) 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 <laughs> it was a good show nonetheless. Once sometimes you just gotta stick with it. And then Sunday we went to Dolores Park, but we were supposed to go to Golden Gate Park for hunky Jesus, but still enjoyed the beautiful weather that we were having um last Sunday. And I think this coming week's gonna be pretty good. It's gonna be like in the eighties or something. I saw it you know, the weather Tuesday and Wednesday is gonna be amazing and then saturday we were here at the station and then we ended up going back downtown and we hung out there for a little bit and then friday we went to see the smashing pumpkins and liz fair and plain song both of them so it was just a whirlwind kind of week for us
0: i know we need a break
1: (laughs) i need an oxygen mask (laughs) (laughs) just to be able to breathe properly
0: (laughs) No, it was really fun. That I was. think um, the special show was pretty good because you we were sitting down. I don't know if I wanted to see them like up front when they were doing in plain songs since it was pretty much like a
1: chill just guitar-to-microphone show. Mm-hmm. But
0: they mixed it up a bit.
1: Mm-hmm. And Liz Fair was pretty good. I'd never seen her b- before. So that was a treat. She's been opening up for them on this particular tour. Mm -hmm. And then some guy I thought was literally going to storm the stage. And then we saw him after the show. And he was so happy. He got the set He was really drunk. He got the set list. And then he was like bear hugging both of us. (laughs)
3: Like, oh my gosh. Yes!
1: (laughs) So at least he was kind of instilling this positivity that we needed. Mm -hmm. So all in all... Thumbs up. But um, Iggy was amazing. I mean, every time I've seen him, that was the third time I've seen him. And it was with Queens of the Stone Age. Oh, Josh, wow. Josh Home was rocking it. That was the first time I'd seen them. So I was not disappointed. Not one bit. Wow. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. It was, to- it was totally worth it. So hopefully, you know, if you've never seen him before, it's definitely worth, you know, coughing it up, so to speak. I mean, if you'd rather go waste your money on bands like Metallica, go for it. But Iggy's, like, <laughs> <laughs> living legend. Shots are being fired right now. Because, <laughs> you know, people are willing to spend, you know, serious money for that. It's like, well, this is what I'd rather spend my money on. Yeah. So. The good shit. The good shit. Yeah. So it was um, <laughs> a lot of money well spent this week. And also, as you guys know, Outside Lands is oh, coming yeah. up. So
0: eager beaver tickets went on sale and they sold out already obviously like within the hour
1: yeah
0: and um we got some we got <laughs> we
1: got our tickets we
0: did no letting go um <laughs> wristbands yeah it was actually not as stressful as it was before <laughs> like a few years you know the mm-hmm. few years prior but but i am so happy i'm so down so far radio hits only confirmed
1: band and that's good enough for me <laughs> i'm excited first time yeah first time, wow. yeah. First time for second me. time for me did they did they rumor that lcd sound system was going to be there well
0: they're hitting all the major um festival, festival circuits so but so is kanye Ugh. i'd rather
2: yeah skip that <laughs> he's already <laughs> been there like he was already there he, two years ago was there, wasn't he there last year
0: no, two years ago.
2: Okay, so yeah. in theory they won't book him again because it's too soon.
0: No, he in he theory. will. It's Kanye. In,
2: okay, <laughs> damn it.
4: Because it's
1: it's all about the hype, yo.
4: Yeah, yeah. It's not about the coming, music anymore. It's
1: about the hype.
0: I think it's so funny that the audience <laughs> at his uh, set was just yelling "Kim" the whole time he was uh. playing. It's kind of like cheapens his music a little bit. I feel, but. Nah, I went to see the Arctic Monkeys instead, so. Oh, I was, to gym. was not bothered by that.
2: Was this Outside Lands? Uh huh. Two years ago?
0: Mm hmm. <sighs> <laughs> How long have you been here? Uh,
2: two years. I've been in the city for two years. Oh, I okay. went to Outside Lands actually before I moved here. I went to Outside Lands in 2013.
0: Okay, I was yeah. there
2: too today. So Boom, the one that had Holland Oats, Willie Paul Nelson, Paul McCartney, Cartney, Chili Peppers. That was a good time. That
1: was a good one. Did you catch Nine Inch?
2: I did not. I don't think. Was it that year? mm mm-hmm. Okay, I did Saturday not. Saturday Night. But Tallest Man on Earth, Matt and Kim. Oh, that was a good one.
1: I
0: missed Matt and Kim.
2: Oh, that was good.
0: But I've seen them before. Before they, before they even, like, got big. I saw them at a really intimate venue. In at her bedroom. UCSD. <laughs> no, UC San Diego. <laughs> I wish. They're both very attractive. Uh, they're <laughs> and they're a couple, so... <laughs> Two for the price of one. Out there. <laughs> Matt and Kim, if you're listening, I'm just <laughs> So down. That's so funny. Um, no, yeah, they're they're really fun. They're really fun because they're just they're also doing a lot. They do a lot of banter, right?
2: Yep. Yeah. Yep. A lot of like she gets out and dances and shakes her ass, mm-hmm. and he just watches. And <laughs> Look like, at my girlfriend. My <laughs> girlfriend exactly. She's so hot. Yeah. <laughs> yep. no,
0: yeah. It's a really fun band to, to see. I recommend them. But I think we were. Getting in line. I think that year we were mostly in the main stage, yeah, right?
1: We didn't really venture out. We went, we saw... Atlas Genius. Atlas Genius. Yeah. And then the other one that kind of made it big, too. He look, He had, like, a really big pro.
0: Oh, like uh, Youth Lagoon. Yeah. He's no longer doing that Probably anymore. Not.
1: Oh, okay. They were here recently. Yeah, but just, like, a few
0: weeks ago, they were like, we're done. Interesting. <laughs> He's going to pursue something else, I guess. But he was really good, too.
1: I mean... Yeah, he was really good. <laughs> but, I mean, for me, it was worth it. Paul McCartney, um, yeah. Nine Inch Nails, and Red Hot Chili Peppers. Never had a chance to see them until that point. So, yeah. I mean, I was
2: good to go. Oh, <laughs> uh, last year had Elton John. Yeah.
0: God, ah, that would have been good. <laughs> I saw mm-hmm. him. Been I good. saw him, at least.
2: How was that?
0: It was really good. I remember, I feel like oh my god people are gonna hate me for this but i feel like he couldn't keep up with some notes and he had somebody helping him i i heard it like he's yeah well
2: that'll happen yeah i mean he's he's old yeah that happens
0: and he talked about that he was like and he's like i think in the next six years uh that's gonna be it for me he's like Mm. i don't see myself doing this forever because he has little kids too he has like um two sons that are like Fairly young, so he's like, I just want to be a dad. Yeah. So he's not going to be doing this for too long, which is why he's he has a uh, residency in Vegas, I
2: think. Right. Yeah, that's Mm.
1: right. The Coliseum right? Yeah. Whatever it's called. Mm. No, the oh no,
0: no, that's Celine Dion.
2: No, I don't
0: know. I I forgot.
1: Whatever it is, he's over there. You should know. You're from there.
3: (laughs) Yes. Where
0: do all the big stars go at Caesar? That's
1: that's is it called the Coliseum
2: No, that's in Um, L.A., I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. I thought it was Um, the Colosseum. Yeah, I don't know.
0: I think it's called the Caesar's Palace. Oh, okay. Caesar's Palace. So he must be taking over Celine Dion then. Yeah. Because she was there before. Mm -hmm.
1: Interesting. Interesting. But anyways, we're going this year, and we'll see what the lineup is like. Nothing's going to get part of it. TBD. Did um, they say they're going to release it this week? what the lineup uh
0: I, think or... I believe on the fifth yeah
1: oh okay well it's coming up it's coming but anyways, I have two new stories. Um, one of them is what everyone's talking about this week, according to the enemy. Um, see, Ian Brown, Oh, there's a picture of Ian Brown outside North London's church studios earlier this week. Um, the Stone Roses exclusively reveal they're recording their first new material in over 21 years. Can you not hear me? I can hear you. Oh, okay. Stone Roses frontman Ian Brown has told Enemy that the band are definitely working on brand new music following rumors they'd started on the long-awaited follow-up to 1994's Second Coming. The singer spoke outside the church studios in North London, saying new material from the band would be coming soon. He added that the sessions were going like a dream and that the new songs were sounding glorious. Suspicions were raised when the band's gear was spotted outside the studio by fans who shared photos on social media. One fan said Brown told her new music could be coming before June ahead of their gigs in Manchester and Perthshire this summer because they're playing four shows in Manchester, one in um, Scotland, one in Ireland, and then one in New New York City on june 30th so that's the one i'm trying to head up because <laughs> i missed him at coachella so i feel like well this is my next ch- my next chance
0: apparently everybody missed him at
1: coachella <laughs> well that's their problem mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not my fault if these hipsters don't know what real music is oh, shit!
0: <laughs> like i said shots are being fired yeah
1: exactly um but yeah that's all i had for that particular story
0: i have uh jay-z <laughs>
1: Deal, JC.
0: <laughs> JC uh, claims titles former owners distorted subscriber count. He was served legal notice. Uh, the music service confirms. JC is waging a legal battle against the previous owners of Title. The music streaming service has sent a letter to New Region Media Company Shipstead, I think that's how you pronounce that, mm-hmm. claiming the seller inflated subscriber totals going into their fifty-six million dollar deal. Uh, Bloomberg reports, citing active legal proceedings, the title spokesperson declined to comment to Pitchfork beyond a, state, a statement confirming the letter. It became <laughs> clear after <laughs> taking control of Title and conducting our own audit that the n- total number of subscribers was actually be- well below fa- um, 5,000. Um, reported as reported to us by the prior owners, the statement reads. As a result, we have now served legal notice to parties involved in the sale, and Title says it has now reached 3 million subscribers. Um, paying subscribers, that is. Shipstead, uh, which last year sold JC the service that became titled, denied uh, overstating subscriber numbers. We disagree with the accusations in the letter and any potential claims, a Shipstead spokesperson told Bloomberg. We would like to point out that the company was listed on the stock exchange with everything that entails regarding transparent financial reporting. Page six, citing multiple sources, reports that the service will soon also begin offering original movies. Pitchfork has reached out to Tidal for confirmation. Last year for the first time, streaming became the biggest source of U.S. recorded music revenue. And paid subscriptions made up uh, the bulk of 2015 U.S. streaming revenue. Uh, You can read title and the elusive promise of streaming music on the pitch, and this again out of
1: Pitchfork.com. Pitchfork, good old Pitchfork. (laughs) Even though they also said that vinyl and book sales are the most they've been since the 80s. I think vinyls. Book sales as well. Vinyls, yeah. Wow. Buying online. So that's pretty interesting. Um, my other story for today is the new Radiohead album. What? Sorry. FAQs. <laughs> the latest goss on gigs, artwork, release date, and what the hell it's going to sound like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So when's it coming out? It's been suggested Radiohead's early-awaited ninth album could debut before the end of April for boring tax reasons. In October, news emerged that Radiohead had formed a new company called Don Chorus LLP. It's a tactic they've used for their previous two albums, launching Serbia Zenless... Limited in July 2007 for In Rainbows, and Ticker Tape Limited in December 2010 for The King of Limbs. What can we expect? The unexpected, obviously, or is the unexpected too obvious? Should we expect the expected, or is that what they want us to expect? All we know is photos leaked from their two years of sporadic studio sessions have seen the band working with elaborate synth setups as well as a full string orchestra suggesting some plush electro. What songs will be on it? We may well have heard some of them. John Chorus is a track Tom York claims to have been working on back in 2009. Even older than that is Lift, a song first performed back in 1996, which lead guitarist Johnny Greenwood says they reworked during their sessions. Two songs Tom played at a solo show in Paris, Silent Spring and Untitled, could be... On the album, too. Tom paused during Silent Spring to say, Johnny's bit, which I can't play, suggests it's a full group track. What do the band say about it? We've certainly changed our method again, Johnny said last year. We're trying to use very old and very new technology together. Drummer Philip Salway has confessed to being baffled. I have absolutely no idea what it'll be like, he told Enemy. That's what keeps us here until the end. Have we seen the artwork? Possibly. The band have put out something as obtuse (laughs) as we've come to expect, suggesting an organic feel. That said, when asked how the artwork was coming along, the band's long-term visual collaborator, Stanley Donwood, told DIY Magazine, There's still a lot I need to do. Are there any gigs that aren't sold out? Yeah, these ones. (laughs) June 1st in Lyon, France. June... 17th, they're playing Secret Solstice Festival in Reykjavik, July 2nd, Open Air in St. Galen, Um, July 8th, uh, Nos Alive Festival in Lisbon, July 29th through the 31st in Montreal, 20th, they're playing that um, new music festival in Japan I need to look into, Summer Sonic Festival in Osaka, August 21st in Tokyo, and September 11th at Lollapalooza in berlin so they're festivaling it up this summer obviously (laughs) (laughs) i have paul mccartney um
0: paul mccartney announced a 67 track pure mccartney compilation the career-spanning album includes his 1970 solo debut wings the fireman a 2015 remix and more Uh, Paul McCartney has announced Pure McCartney and a 67-track compilation album that collects songs from across his post-Beatles discography. The compilation spans from 1970 debut solo record McCartney through some more solo work, songs with Wings and The Fireman, a duo with Youth and up to the current decade with Hope for the Future. Um, his 2014 song from the video game Destiny and 2015 remix of Say 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 a collab with Michael Jackson included on the Pipes of Peace reissue Pierre McCartney is also is out on June 10th and is available as a double CD quadruple CD and Uh, quadruple lp you can see the full track list here and check out the artwork below McCartney said that the project me and my team came up with the idea of putting together a collection of my recordings with nothing else in mind other than having something fun to listen to he added maybe it's to be enjoyed on a long car journey or an evening at home or at a party with friends question mark so we got our heads together and came up with these diverse playlists and various periods of my long and win- winding career. That's funny. Um, reflecting on the tracklist, he said, the word career is a bit misleading because to me it has been more like a musical adventure than a proper job. It pleases me and often amazes me that I have been involved in the writing and recording of so many songs, each of them so different from the others. <laughs> this is out of a... Uh, consequence no pitchfork okay sorry pitchfork is
1: another website that's the go-to and then
4: that's
1: the, some good stories we got this week
0: was it yeah i think so.
1: <laughs> I mean sometimes you read like, some good ones wham bam thank you ma'am but then this week was like ah okay that's some good ones but without further ado cameron from dead country gentlemen is here thanks for waiting
2: thank you so much for having me
1: how have you been doing
2: I've been good, enjoying this weather. It's pretty incredible.
1: Can you hear everything okay? I think our our headphones aren't Ch-ch-ch- aren't working very well. Sounding
2: good to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> good enough. Yeah, no, I'm happy to be here, and uh, been a nice weekend today. is my one day off. Oh, so nice. I've been Shit. drinking more coffee and eating food and just caning and yeah, chilling.
1: Keeping keeping it going. Nice. So tell us a little bit about um, your current project and totally. what you've been up to
2: yeah yeah so we're called Dead Country Gentlemen we're based here in San Francisco Um, we are releasing our debut uh, EP Five Songs May 5th Um, that was recorded here in the city uh, um, at a recording studio called The Complex it's at Market and Six with uh, George Rosenthal Um, born and raised in the city I love keeping everything in San Francisco I'm very passionate Um, also mastered by Jonathan Kirchner um, who lives here in the city and plays bass for Combrio. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've been playing for a while. I've been pursuing it professionally for about three years now. Um, basically kind of founded this, this band with my bassist three years ago. Um, it's kind of been a revolving cast musicians. And so for this album, we had, um patrick glenn um from tumbleweed wanders um on keys we had adam draglin from gold miner on lead guitar um evan kaiser from vesper Sales on drums uh had some pedal steel um it's fun yeah it's really it was really fun really looking forward to that we're gonna play some songs from that later i believe and uh yeah, we're booking a lot of shows right now. We're playing our next show is uh, two weeks from now. It's in Reno, April 16th. Um, I went to school there, so, uh, I love playing out there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, next SF show is the CD release May 5th at bottom of the hill. Awesome. Super excited.
1: And as we were just discussing before we went on air, it's a great place in the city to catch some local music.
2: It is in it a is. very
1: intimate setting.
2: It is very intimate. I mean they 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 can hold a decent amount of people, but it still feels intimate and um it's just it's such a great rock and roll venue. I you know I don't know exactly what it is, but it's just for our music, our I mean our show is very intense and kind of wild and so I you know considered some different venues, but Bottom of the Hill for what we do um is very conducive to to kind of our performance. So I'm super jazzed to Ooh. be in there. Yeah. Awesome. And, and then down to LA June tenth, uh, Vegas, June eleventh. Homecoming. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I grew up I grew up in Las Vegas, so it's actually the first time I have performed in Las Vegas. Um, I moved away when I was eighteen, and at that point music was still kind of hobby for me. I wasn't really serious about it. So this is the first time I have performed in my hometown. In my yeah.
1: Which venue in
2: Vegas? Uh the double down saloon. Oh, Okay. Yeah. I think I've so heard of that one. super jazzed about playing <laughs> Vegas. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Yeah. And they, for a couple of years now, I'm sure you've heard of it. Punk rock bowling has taken place there.
2: I've heard of that. Yeah. And I've
1: never had a chance to go, and I'm really considering going it's this a- year.
2: Yeah. You should. I'd love to check that out.
1: Yeah. Because it seems like they have lots of bands playing at different venues. And it just seems kind of like a weird city to have music in. But then they had the hard rock cafe and they do have a lot of you know bands go there on touring and things like that
2: so. it is a very it's a very interesting city for music i mean they have a music scene but it's just they have a much bigger scene because there's so much tourism and just massive acts like we were talking about before elton john celine dion and stuff and so it's just such a wide range of venues like dives to like massive, it's, it's very interesting music scene. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm. But you're loving California. It sounds
2: like. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, so I was born in Ventura, California, um, right on on the coast below Santa Barbara. Mm -hmm. And, um, while I was in college in Reno, uh, we'd visit San Francisco and I just fell in love with it. And it was like, um, my second dream after making it music was moving to SF. I just knew this is where I belonged. So uh, in 2014 and made that happen. So I'm super jazzed to be here. I love going back to Vegas. I love going to Reno. But mm-hmm. as far as the day-to-day grind of... um riding my bike and tattoos and coffee and Mexican food. Um, I'm right at home. Yes. <laughs>
1: You're in the right part of oh, the city
2: for I, that. <laughs> yes. Yes.
1: That's awesome. You Man found me. your Mecca.
2: I did. So to speak. I did. I did. I made the pilgrimage. Uh <laughs> crossed the eighty through Sacramento. Right? <laughs> and I am here. Uh, I have landed. That's hilarious. It's super cool. But yeah, I'm I'm super okay. jazzed. I'm super blessed to live here and, you know, Everyone knows how expensive it is. And I ride a bike for a living. And so every day I'm just like, wow, I'm so glad I live here. Love it.
1: You're way ahead of the game. That's for sure. Oh, thank you. <laughs>
5: thank
1: you. Um, you know, and tell us more about how we can find out more about the group online. What are the best
2: websites for that? Totally. So our website is deadcountrygentleman.com and that's the portal So it's M E N. Um, you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash dead country gentleman. Um, we are on Twitter, uh, dead gents, um, <laughs> because dead country gentleman didn't fit in, in Twitter, so it's just dead gents.
1: <laughs> you had to simplify.
2: I, I did, dead <laughs> gents. Um, and then Instagram, Cameron Ray, uh, two wise. I just use my personal page for now because it can be a little it could be a little overwhelming, like having multiple managing all that stuff. It is. It really is. (sighs) So keep it simple for now. So yeah, (laughs) best place probably is, is Facebook dead country. Gentlemen, I I post a lot on there with what we're doing. So
1: tell us more about the music side of things. What can people expect from the live show and that sort of thing?
2: Um, ah, can't expect anything. Um, you
5: know, I,
2: I love performing. Um, I love, I love kind of when you can create a synergy between Mm -hmm. the audience and, and, and the band and the music. And, um, I've been known to get pretty, pretty wild on stage. Um, I don't use a pick, Um, So, oftentimes, I will find myself bleeding um, halfway through. I break a sweat pretty quickly. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, we put on a pretty energetic show, and and I put a lot of focus on lyrics. So, that really gets my mind working in the song, because every time I sing a song, I'm thinking back to what initially um, inspired those lyrics. Mm. Exactly, yeah. So, I kind of put my mind in that place to where I I don't always necessarily i'm not really looking at the mic or looking at the crowd but i'm just kind of in that mindset and so um yeah i think our our live shows are a lot of fun so and i always try to do like a quirky giveaway or like give away a shirt or a beer or a cd or something fun get the audience involved i i love love playing live
1: i'll have the beer and then put the cd underneath it like a coaster there you go is that wrong no, I don't
2: see that. I mean, if, if any, hey, any reason, if, if, you know, any reason to buy our CD is okay. If you want to, you know, if you want to use it as a coaster, um, you can
0: stream them, like
2: if a you're movie. hard up for disc golf or if you want to listen to it, disc- any, any reason to buy our CD is fine like that. Same thing goes for t-shirts. If you buy our t-shirt and, and, and it turns out to be a great mop. That's fine. <laughs> Buy the shirt. Um, I'm okay with any use uh, for our merchandise. There you go. Any any Multiple use. Is, I'll take there any sale. I'll take any sale. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And
1: do you feel like you get a lot of feedback from people around the world through the Facebook page, or do you feel like your following is based mostly in the United States? Or.
2: Yeah. I mean, we're we're a pretty new act, so our, our following is, you know, Primarily, uh, Bay Area, Reno, Vegas, uh, Ventura, because I I was gigging there before I moved here. So mostly Nevada and California is is where we get a lot of it. And I I get um, I love feedback. I welcome it. I really welcome constructive criticism. You know because I I, I do want to get better. Um, I I don't just want to showcase my songs. Whatever. Like I you know I, I want to improve. I am devoted mm-hmm. to what I do. So it's 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 cool hearing what I did right and what I did wrong because I, I want to be great. So yeah, most of the feedback comes from friends and family though. Mm -hmm. So it's, 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 yeah, Never get any criticism from my mom.
5: She, <laughs> she's like, oh, that was great. That was great. That was oh, great. Oh, honey. You're great. so great. That was great. You're so, so wonderful. Great. Yeah. It's
1: like, shut up. Shut up, mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: You can't your mom like that.
2: <laughs> my aunt is really great about that. She'll say, you know, you did this good, but... Oh, that was, you could have done so much better. So, and that, yeah, <laughs> That's I appreciate that. Yeah, I appreciate that totally. That totally. extra
1: nudge. Totally. Well, let's hear one of the songs. Which one do you think we should go for?
2: One, let's start with track, the second track. It's called uh, Black and Blue.
1: Oh, yeah, that was Dead Country Gentleman. And tell us a little bit more about that song and the whole songwriting aspect of it.
2: Okay, well, um, one thing all songs have in common is I, so it starts out just me in my bedroom. Um, I have a weird thing about anybody hearing me. It's hard to get creative um, if anyone can hear me because... You know, to be completely honest, when when you're writing a song you're being creative, like 99% of the stuff that comes out is crap. It's the 1% that's good. And so, you know, knowing that someone could potentially hear those bad notes, those bad chords, makes you self-conscious. And being self-conscious is not conducive to being creative. So I always write by myself in my bedroom, and I always write late at night. Like, I usually get started around 1 and go till 4 or 5, or if it's going really well, 6 or 7, 8. <laughs> um, so yeah i always write on my own um once i have kind of the the structure once i have it all together um i start putting lyrics in um they kind of they kind of go hand in hand like if i write a good verse then i'll start writing lyrics for the verse and if i write a good chorus i'll start writing lyrics for the chorus. they just come one after another like that um i put a lot of time into songwriting you know i i, I don't want to lie and say like oh yeah it comes natural like yada yada I mean I, I pour hours and hours and hours into songwriting um, and so once the song's complete I bring it to the band um, you know I'll send them like a you know shitty phone recording just so they have the structure and kind of the melody and the rhythm and stuff mm-hmm. um, and then we'll get together and just discuss parts and, and um, Steve and my bassist will lay something down and um, you know we'll kind of go back what do you think of that you know how does it How does it change the dynamic? How does it change the emotion? Mm -hmm. Um, You know, is that baseline a little too optimistic for the song? Does it make it happy? Does it make it sad? Does it make it mysterious? Does it make it, you know, all those things. Um, Same thing with with, uh, drums and keys. And so we just just kind of play it over and over and over and discuss those parts. Um, Black and Blue was written about three years ago when I was living in Ventura. Um, Ventura, in Ventura, yeah, it's in, a
1: nice bay city. <laughs> it, it is by the ocean.
2: Oh, it's it's it was recently voted by I can't remember the magazine, but it was voted like most beautiful place to live in the U.S. You know, I mean, this is someone's opinion, but it's definitely it's up there. And and um, gonna stop talking about it now. So <laughs> stay on the down low. <laughs> um, Ventura is so cool though. It's 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 a blue collar town. Um, it's got a lot of artists um but just got like a lot of plumbers and electricians and and gardeners and painters and it's just a very organic city and it's a huge surf community which i'm into Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then it's you know 15 minutes away from ojai which if you've ever been to ojai it's like oh so So i love yeah i love love ventura that's
1: nice but um you're loving it in san francisco it's it's a different vibe
2: it is it was a much um faster way of life um which being in my mid-20s it's definitely what i want i want to feel like i'm living. Not just every day, but every second of every hour. I wanna you know, I wanna be doing something mm-hmm. at all times. I, I dig that. But it's nice to get away, go down to Ventura, um and just get coffee and stare at the waves. <laughs> and just you know, and slow down. It's it's cool. So I could definitely see myself uh waiter down the line going back to Ventura for that slower lifestyle. So it's cool. I'd also like to spend some time in Big Sur. I think it'd be cool to move to Big Sur for like six months and just not get service for a while and just kind of fall off the grid, <laughs> you know, and just That's hike, hike every day, you know, that, be like, good. <laughs> that would be cool. Like my nine to five would just be hiking. Um, and then I'd take Saturday and Sunday off and then go back to hiking Monday. <laughs> I think that would be really cool.
1: It's good exercise.
2: I think that'd be super cool. I should do that. This is really cool.
1: And remind us again, your next show in San Francisco is May 5th.
2: May 5th at Bottom of the Hill with the Iron Heart and the Cha. So we are uh, releasing our EP that night. Um, lucky enough to be headlining. Um, $10 in advance, $12 at the door, I believe. Um, It's going to be a really, really fun show
0: Cinco de Mayo
2: Oh (laughs) no, I just realized that
4: (laughs) Damn Surprise Come
2: on people, you know it's important They
4: have to do
1: all their drinking before they get there Damn Or when they get there other oh, tequila. Yeah, tequila shot. I'll chef. have to yeah, I'll
2: have to give away like tequila or something. I have to this is something to kind of embrace it.
1: Margarita Oh, chef.
2: maybe I'll wear a sombrero. <laughs> maybe I'll trade my fedora for a sombrero that night. There you go. That would be That would be cool. Um <gasps> yeah wow that's (laughs) cool now i know Uh,
1: now you can use that as a marketing scheme i mean i I
2: knew it was may 5th but i didn't put two and together like that's a big holiday which is scary i mean when you play a show on a holiday it's it's hard because you know people usually make plans for those things like yeah i think we're
0: gonna want to be in the mission that day
2: right the mission might
0: have something going on Uh, but it's gonna be later i mean earlier in the day probably
2: yeah well i'm hoping
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. positive thinking you
0: y'all. how far is bottom of the hill from here
2: oh five minutes in, a, in, minutes a, in a car here. yeah 15 minutes walking not far at all
0: mm-hmm.
2: so there you go yes. no excuses no excuses it's gonna be fun one. and we're gonna uh, we're gonna be giving away cds giving away some beer some stuff you know lots of it's gonna be fun just kind of party
1: <laughs> should be, should be cool. Party at bottom of the hill. <laughs>
2: yeah. And it's our only SF show on the calendar right now. So um not playing until then and not sure when we'll be we playing the city again after. So if you dig in the tunes, it is a good chance to come see us Definitely. live. Yeah.
1: Who would you say are your biggest uh musical influences?
2: Ooh, like mm, let me let me answer that question with a question um like people that I really respect and and look and study and, and look up to or people that I'd say my sound is similar to
1: um who you look up to
2: oh. <laughs> city in color um Manchester Orchestra mm-hmm. Bayside tallest man on earth um Alexis on fire um I do listen to a lot of harder stuff bring me the horizon um, a band called Listener. God, it's kind of all over the place, but but if I had to sum it up, yeah. Oh, Brett Denon. Oh man, I love love me some Brett Denon. Um, yeah, those a lot of those kind of singer songwriter type stuff. I'm huge on the lyrics. L- lyrics are really you know, lyrics and rhythm are really important to me. But um, my favorite band is a is a, a punk band emo punk out of new york called bayside mm-hmm. um and i th- i would like to think there's some similarities between mm-hmm. their music and ours just in, in in the lyrics kind of witty dark lyrics um but yeah i was in listen, i listened to quite a broad spectrum today i was listening to uh crystal fighters mm. oh my gosh so good
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: good stuff yeah And when you're recording music, is it usually in a studio or I I think you said that you're recording the EP in a studio But do you prefer that way or do you also record it just in the privacy of your bedroom or how does that work?
2: Recording the studio. Yeah, um, this is my second uh, Second EP uh, five-song album if you will did one in 2013 in Reno um, with uh, Tom Gordon and so, yeah, I like, to, I like to go in the studio. I like to do it up. I like to refine the songs and, and kind of produce them and add effects and stuff and really build them up and release them on you know, the major distributors like iTunes and Spotify and stuff. So, I, yeah, I, I like to do it professionally and stuff. Plus, I mean, I don't really have the knowledge. I don't have, the, I don't have recording equipment. I don't have recording knowledge and stuff like that. So I, I want somebody else handle their
1: expertise
2: exactly
1: the brains behind the brawn
2: exactly (laughs) yeah i've heard a lot of really good home recording we were talking about um Owlpaws earlier and they did um, a lot of their stuff at home and it sounds really good and um a lot of bands are doing that it's good i I just don't have that knowledge unfortunately so i respect the people that do
1: oh yes it's always good to have another set of ears
2: It is. And that's, that's yeah. And that's, it's a double-edged sword for me. I mean, I, I write best alone, but then I don't have that second set of ears. So it's like, I write something and I'm like, I might think it's great when really it's good, or I might think it's crap when really it's great. So it's like, (laughs) I don't have anyone to bounce ideas off. And that's, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of scary that like the songs that we're releasing as Dead Country Gentlemen." kind of come down to like my opinion my guess of of what's good so
4: mm-hmm.
2: yeah yeah i kind of it would be nice to have that second set of ears but i don't know if i could get creative with another individual around
1: you could ask
5: your fans
2: uh, that's a good idea
5: <laughs> i could I I always sell recordings and get some input yeah
1: it's not a bad idea some bands do that don't they or maybe not it's mm-hmm. not a bad idea
2: i do love the surprise factor though i love just like boom just dropping a song and you know, seeing, so, how yeah, seeing how they shake we, things up Exactly. Surprising <laughs> everyone. So but yeah, it's not a bad idea. Yeah.
1: Should we listen to another song?
2: Sure. Um we can play the uh the first track. We just released this as a single. Um Do the Bay was kind enough to release this uh for us earlier this week. It's called Wake the Dead.
5: Why once loved but now is Dead And every night I Hear her cries I always Sleep with open eyes I know I Shouldn't wake
1: what's it like what's it like being dead
5: i I would not know i only i only
2: have my dreams to go off of i have have a lot of nightmares Yeah, i have a lot of interesting dreams about ghosts and apparitions and stuff like that so
1: i had a dream last no i had a dream last night that i bought a haunted house but then i never got to the point where i got to go inside of it so that's it was cool. a letdown. I wanted to go inside the haunted house.
2: That's a cool dream though.
1: I know. Because I think I was reading a story about a haunted house which led to the dream. Uh... Hence the drugs I was using. Okay. Kind of
5: <laughs> <laughs> that's funny.
1: Kind yeah. of initiate <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> No, I'm freaking out right now. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay.
0: Uh... She's trying to turn it off.
2: <laughs> Yeah, you know, we we have, like, this huge Victorian influence, and there's a lot of really pretty – you know, you got the painted ladies, yada, yada, but there's a lot of really dark, menacing, scary Victorians, and I freaking dig them, and I want to go in so bad. And you look at them, and they're, like – I mean, they're, like, 100 feet deep, and they probably have 14 rooms and staircases and – people in the basement. I don't
4: know. You know I mean, like,
1: Hidden things in there. Oh, there's one
2: by the mint. Uh I live over by Market Grill. There's one by the mint back there. It's like painted I don't know, dark purple with like deep gold trimming and ah, oh, there's so many cool, menacing Victorians in the city. If any if anyone listening owns one of those and wants to show me
1: around I live in an old Victorian house converted into apartments. There's probably dead people somewhere. People who
2: died in my building. We will hang out <laughs> Guys.
5: Yes, <laughs> That's cool. I don't know I, if it's a good thing. I've but... always wanted to
2: like stay in um one of those like haunted hotels. Mm-hmm. Um, would oh, be so cool. It'd be a cool um
4: experience. Uh,
2: um, uh, honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> I like you know I like doing what's unexpected. Oh yeah, we could, could we tell. we could go to Hawaii however I found this haunted hotel that has a vacancy um that would be sweet <laughs> that's a little different what just saying <laughs> what what better way to connect emotionally than to be scared shitless together Aww.
1: true see if it'll work
2: see, and through boom, boom.
1: sickness there you go yeah there's
0: one in San Diego in the Hotel Del that I wanted to stay at But it's really expensive
2: mm. But mm.
0: Hotel Del is really like historic Because Some Like It Hot was filmed there What? What is?
1: Some Like It Hot you Oh, I Maryland. Maryland?
2: Oh, okay
4: Yeah
1: but. And I think the Georgian Hotel in Santa Monica A lot of movie stars stayed there And then apparently it's also haunted uh, I don't know who killed
2: themselves it's there There's
0: well one here too, right? Probably. I'm sure. Is it
1: Vertigo? Not, not Vertigo. Not
0: Vertigo.
2: There's a famous one in San Jose that has, like, all the stairwells leading uh, to nowhere and stuff. Oh,
1: is it the Winchester house? There you
2: go. Boom. For 200 <laughs> <laughs> Very impressive.
1: Yeah, somebody was telling me about that. I was like, would not. Are they the family that started the, there was, like, a shotgun that they.
0: Yeah, the Winchester uh, invented I, the pistol.
2: Oh, okay.
0: Ooh. I was
2: thinking the one where uh, there was like a widowed lady had a lot of money and she kept building and building and building like that's, non. That's, that's
3: her. That's the one, right? Yeah. Where she,
2: I, I think she just didn't want to feel alone or what, or she had been told. I don't know the exact story, but basically they had like twenty-four hours, three hundred sixty-five days a year, people building.
1: Yeah, crazy.
0: And
2: they would know. build. They would build a room. And, and build it a would staircase. go nowhere
0: because it, it would. Right.
2: Well, because like she. Anything. Yeah, and she would change her mind, you know, or yeah. something. And they'd They say, "Okay, we're all done." She'd say. Okay. It's well, personal. yeah. Go the other way. Go the other direction. And also, I mean,
0: if you're in the mar- in the market for a house, those Feliz murder houses on sale. It's uh, they're selling it for two million dollars, I think. That's
1: the story I was reading. Yeah. About that. It just went on the market. And then I just started dreaming about like being being in a haunted house. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily I didn't get in there. I woke up before that happened. Well but I was apparently like, it's creepy because they um
0: when the murders happened, they just kinda left everything as is and it's like they left it that for like decades. Mm-hmm. And Ugh. nobody was ever living there and all the furniture from back in the Uh, 50s was, like, untouched and all the Christmas presents were unopened. You'd be
2: excited about that. I would. (laughs) I I wonder, as a point of curiosity, when a realtor sells a house like that, I wonder, do they have to disclose that info? Yeah. They Um, do? Well, actually,
0: only if it happened within the last three years. Oh, really? Uh, Yeah, so she doesn't really have to... I guess the, the article, it said that she just posted, for the first time in 50 years, this house is available to rent to buy... But uh, everybody knows what that's happened? what it. That's what the house down? where the guy he murdered his wife, his wife and tried to murder his daughter. Wow. Yeah, but she actually survived. She survived. Yeah, she
1: escaped.
2: Wow. Like, so
1: scary. Then he killed himself. Yeah.
0: But
2: it was, oh, like, he was awful. like a
1: doctor. Yeah, he was like very successful um, from Eastern Europe originally mm-hmm. it was like such a weird story but apparently he was sick and the wife wanted to commit him which is why he d- he ended up doing that yeah scary stories but you're like you're living the life right now you're
2: that's <laughs> your. i am digging it <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's, well it's like i mean it's all <laughs> the same you know people like to watch scary movies yes yeah. it's kind of like that people like to go to haunted houses because they enjoy the thrill so it's kind of like that i kind of enjoy the the thrill
0: mm-hmm. I like watching scary movies and then regretting it
2: <laughs> yes <laughs> I'm like
0: oh I shouldn't have watched that I get fall asleep
1: now no, like, yeah <laughs> I need somebody to hold me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, is that why um you named the group dead country
5: gentlemen um no that
2: that just kind of came to me we we were going back and forth on names for a while originally uh again as I mentioned Stephen and I started playing together in 2013 Um uh, I was using my name, Cameron Ray. We were doing the singer songwriter thing um, but we started to add in musicians, and the songs got a lot bigger and four and it wasn't just me and it it just it felt weird playing on stage as Cameron Ray with a bass player and a drummer who were equally if not even more talented mm-hmm. um, so it was much what we were doing was much bigger than me so it just felt weird and i know a lot of singer-songwriters use their name but for for me it just yeah it felt weird like, i got why why should the spotlight be on me i mean steven's super talented and our drummer uh Manon's super talented so so why should it be all about me let's let's take the spotlight off of me um so i went back and forth with steven for a band name and we could not agree on something i i wanted I think like one of the things I liked was the howling. I thought that was cool. And he wanted to name us the dead pixels. And I was like, that's a little nineties. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) And so we, for a while we, we gigged as San Marcos, um, in reference to the highway 154 in Santa Barbara, which I'm very fond of. And I've been traveling all my life, but I just, it just never really resonated. I was never like, ah, this is crazy. Like I would, you know, was never crazy about it. It was just good enough. And I didn't want to like go by a name that's good enough. And so dead country Gentleman came to me and it, it kind of, uh, I feel like it, for, for each member, it takes on a different meaning, but for me, it kind of pays tribute to like a lost, a lost character trait, a lost, um, a lost set of values, which is kind of that roll up your sleeves mentality of doing whatever it takes to, to get the job done. Um, the country gentleman, you know, someone that, 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 works in the oil fields or you know, mm. works a blue collar job, works a minimum wage job, pay rent for a family and opens the door for ladies and, and just it's the country gentleman and I feel like that's that's dead. That that <laughs> you know what I mean? So <laughs> not in the
3: South. <laughs>
2: not in the South but but but, but eleven will. <laughs> at the very least amongst my peers I feel I feel like that's dead. I mean yes. every everyone everyone wants to drive a, a, a BMW and, and make tons of money and um have lots of gold and stuff, but, but I, yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy, yeah, I enjoy like sweating every day. I enjoy constantly having a little bit of grease in my fingers. And, um, and maybe that's something that my dad passed on to me, but I, I got a degree in economics from, uh, the university of Nevada, Reno, bachelor of science, and now I'm a bike messenger. Um, by choice. But before this, I was working for Bank of America as as a personal banker and I was making good money, but I I just, I didn't like being in a suit. I didn't like selling people. I just want to be out on the street kind of grinding away like that. And so, yeah, the country gentleman is, is just kind of this lost ideal that I want to bring back. And, um, yeah, largely inspired by my father. He, he's been in the, uh, journalism business all his life. Mm -hmm. Um for like god forty years now and he was laid off uh a few years back. Uh he had been at the largest paper in Las Vegas for twenty years and they laid him off for budget reasons and uh he was searching for work and searching for work and couldn't find work and after a year and he wasn't like hard up for money. Uh you know he was with his wife and, and you know, I'm gone, I pay my own bills. So he wasn't really hard up for money but he just he felt like a like a slum for not working and so he went to work this is a guy with a with a four year degree in journalism and thirty years of experience went to work at a Mediterranean cafe making nine dollars an hour. Wow. Um, putting the tzatziki in in the Euro and was horrible at it. The guy can't I mean he can't cook. It was like the <laughs> funniest thing. Um but I thought it was so fucking admirable that, you know, Dad is, is fifty nine years old, he's got thirty years of experience in the in the in the newspaper industry. Prior to this he was making good money um, didn't really need money, mm-hmm. but needed to work. And so, yeah, he, he became a cook at, for minimum wage, you know, next to like high school kids. And he got fired after two weeks cause he was oh. so horrible oh at God. it. No. I he, was he, could, right. he couldn't remember, he couldn't remember the difference. Like, ah, I knew the hummus was supposed to go with that, <laughs> but I accidentally put ketchup. Um, <laughs> he was awful at it, but, but yeah, it was, it was super cool. And that kind of again, that's part of this larger idea of the, the country gentleman, and maybe
1: the, of being humble.
2: Yeah. Being humble. And, 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 you know, maybe, maybe you're a, a CEO, but maybe you're a plumber, but
0: plumbers make a lot of money.
2: Oh, I'm trying to find something <laughs> that doesn't make as much money. Make
5: good
2: maybe, money. maybe you're a cook at a Mediterranean minimum wage yeah, job. And, and so, but, um, just, just the working man. I I dig that ideal And and I feel like It is is maybe lost To some extent Do whatever it takes Mentality So that For me That's Dead Country Gentlemen And uh, It's also DCG are the initials Of uh, A good friend of mine Who uh, Overdosed On drugs A few years back Who was also a musician And kind of played a role In In my Music career And so His initials were DCG Mm -hmm. So It just All around It's It's a perfect name And it's super catchy.
1: That's terrible that that happened.
2: It it is, it is. But uh, you look back and and uh, appreciate the life and appreciate what he left behind, and um, and it's good to remember. I mean, everyone everyone's fighting a battle, and ninety nine percent of the time we don't know what their battle is. But it's good to remind yourself, that, like every, everyone has a battle. Even the people who are smiling have a battle. So Yep but we'll focus on the name to keep things light. <laughs>
1: I don't want to lose listeners here. We're getting philosophical we here. Yeah, sounds are We are getting I don't mind deep. that.
2: Um, yeah, it's, I it's just... I aim for that. So. It's the perfect name. We won't be switching names again. Um, so if anyone wants to get their uh, Dead Country Gentleman tattoo, now's the time. <laughs> <laughs> we won't be switching. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> They'll
1: be like, what the hell is that thing?
2: <laughs> Dead Country <laughs> Gentleman <laughs> tattoos. Yeah, free, free CDs. Free CDs for everyone that gets... DCG tattoo, <laughs> CD in a shirt. If you get it on your lower back,
0: oh shit!
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> then you have to prove it. <laughs> exactly. Tramp
3: <stamp>.
2: CD in <laughs> a shirt for everyone that gets a Dead Country gentleman tramp stamp. <laughs> got to have wings on Aww. the end. It's got to have wings that enclose it.
1: And a heart. Oh,
2: and a heart. Thank <laughs> you. Yes. Good to know. Yep.
1: Uh. And you'll be headlining at Bottom of the Hill on May fifth.
2: Yeah super excited about that with some very talented bands Uh,
1: really exciting and do you have um is there an event for it there's probably an event up for it on bottom of the hills page yeah pretty good about that
2: yeah bottom of the hill on it they are um (laughs) ramona is so sweet she she handles all that and she um you know bartends and stuff and um just recently met her but she's great so yeah it's it's up on the website um we'll be making a facebook event for that pretty soon and, and promoting it pretty hard and um, Do the Bay is actually, uh, we're giving away two free tickets to the show through Do the Bay. So if you go to Do the Bay and you find the article that they did on us this past Tuesday, mm-hmm. you can enter to win two free tickets to the show. Awesome. So really looking forward to, to May 5th and, and just really grateful and, and humble to be there. I, I, I really respect that venue and I know a lot of other bands do, so the fact that we can have our Cedar Release there is is super cool.
1: was really amazing. Yeah. Well thanks so much for stopping on by and should we listen to one more song?
2: Sure. Um I will give you the choice. Okay? I'm gonna give you the titles and you guys get to choose. <laughs> Two songs, okay I love titles. One is called Brother mm-hmm. and the other one is called Prim Penitentiary.
1: I vote for prim. Okay. <laughs> all
2: right, that'll be, that'll be track three.
1: Okay. I thought you were going to say prim and proper.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> the moments seem to slip away. Memory haunts me every single day. We took my brother away. Let's blame it all on fate. Still set his chair and play say it wasn't meant to be. I just want to know why it wasn't me. Brother, please go home. I don't know if I can weather this storm on my own. Years away from you and me. my Can finally meet my brother six feet below.
1: That was brother so disappointed in you i
2: gotta warn the titles before may 5th
1: (laughs) it was still a good one it still kind of has that theme of you know haunted mansions going
5: on
2: thank you thank you (laughs) what happened is we changed the tracks around just recently and i wasn't sure which cd i gave you but we did switch brother with prim just because i felt like it flowed better which is an interesting thing to think about when you're putting the CD together is to think about the beginning and the ending of each song and how they flow. Cause you don't want the energy at ten and then the energy at zero. Yeah. Personally, it's kind of it's.
1: You have to find the right, the right balance.
2: Yeah, it's it's, it's yeah.
1: The right track start somewhere and end up somewhere I else, like, like, but have yeah. it cohesively. I think it's hard to do that nowadays, huh? Cause it's. A lot of people are focused on like the single or they're only listening to one song streaming, but it's not like about, Hey, like, did you hear that record? It's so amazing. They don't do that. It's anymore. It's totally lost.
2: It's totally <laughs> lost. And kudos to bands that keep that in mind when they put out music, you know, I, there are those bands out there that think about the album, the record and the 10 songs and how they flow. And that's super cool. Cause it's, it's a lost art. You think back to the bands, like, zeppelin or pink floyd like that was it was a story kind of
0: mix into each other
2: this is yes this is a this is a 45 to an hour long story of songs and so it's a lost art
1: maybe people lost their attention span
2: that's very possible that's very possible (laughs) technology and the way things have gone attention span has gone short yeah,
0: but I still think there's a longing for it I feel like there's people like us who Want to listen to the whole
1: album because they want to
0: hear the whole story
1: And we're willing to pay for it Hence, you know, people buying more vinyl Or supporting, you know, Amoeba music And that sort of thing
2: That's true,
5: that's true
1: Going to the shows and buying merch That's
2: true, and it's always appreciated when people buy stuff But at the end of the day, like people listening to my music i'm so humbled when anyone listens to my songs like i really truly am so um we will be on spotify um i love spotify i, I use it that's nothing, what we use
0: for <laughs> there's
2: no yeah, yeah absolutely i mean um at the end of the day i mean it's nice to have my music purchased but it's even better to have it appreciated so it's going to be on itunes rhapsody uh, Pandora, Amazon, Google Play, you name it, every every outlet, May fifth. You can find us anywhere. Um if you want to buy it, buy it. If not, um illegally download it, strip mm-hmm. it, whatever, borrow it from a friend, wire, pass it <laughs>
4: on. <legally laughs> whatever.
2: Lime wire, whatever it, yeah, whatever. But, but, totally destroy your computer. It's uh, yeah, it's a good way yeah. to
1: do it. But but, we'll never do it again.
2: There you go. That,
5: that's true. <laughs> uh, they
2: we'll met like... it with a virus. <laughs> but
5: yeah, yeah.
2: Listen to it, dig it, and um, I I put so much effort into lyrics. Um, you know, sometimes for me, when when a when a book or a friend or a religion can't answer a problem, I've been able to find it in music. You know, because I, I think there's a lot of artists having similar issues. To, to what I'm going through That disguise theirs through metaphors mm-hmm. Such that I can digest them To pertain to my life How I see fit And so I do the same thing with my work So um can only hope that and, I mean I, and there's a lot of answers in, in these five songs that I'm releasing But yeah if you If, if there's something going on um, That a friend or a book Can't answer Take a listen to uh, to this album We talk about um, Siblings and Um shitty relationships and emotional abuse and the dead um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and the everyday situations that you exactly has
1: there Every ever
0: been a lyric re- you wrote and then immediately you thought wow like I came up with that like, can you tell us ah
2: uh, it's kind of pretentious but yes, <laughs> <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> tell us tell us, tell us. Um, in, in wake the dead there's a lyric that I'm fond of uh, it says "Um, we've all got demons to slay but I decide which ones come out to play uh huh I quite like that one. I wrote one just last night. Um, Thinking about Mutiny Radio. (laughs) Um,
1: It's gonna be
0: a horrible lyric.
1: It's gonna be like a really like dark lyric.
0: Unfortunately, all my stuff's
2: dark. But (laughs) I am a nice person.
0: Unfortunately, (laughs)
2: Um, I'm hardened and alone in this prison of flesh and bone.
0: Oh shit. Anyways, (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Anyways, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <All
4: right. laughs> um,
1: it's good. Some people just have a way with words.
2: Um, yeah, crooked crooked smile is is kind of about shitty relationships. Um, so is it still love or is it just fear? That's a line in, in Crooked Smile. So I yeah, lyrics are probably my favorite um, favorite thing to write crooked smiles a lot of questions like um do you ever wish you could get your innocence back um lyrics i love lyrics oh in black black and blue um yeah i'm ranting (laughs)
3: i'm done (laughs) keep going keep going
1: (laughs) going. (laughs) (laughs) make us (laughs) sad. <laughs> You're bringing us down, man. Yeah, like it. <laughs> no, it's good. It's it's good to have like a philosophy. It's a good outlet for. Thank you. Yeah. But, yeah. Right. Go ahead.
2: Oh yeah, but going back to your original question, yeah, it, it's a lot of times, like I I I try and I try and I try and I try to write lyrics and they're mediocre and they're mediocre and they're mediocre, um, and then you, know, like something just comes out like I'll I'll just sing like da da, da, da da, and it's like super good and then maybe six months or a year later or two years later I'll be listening to it and I was like oh that's where that came from or that you know like some of my best lyrics I I don't really know where they 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 just they just kind of come out when you when you don't try some some of the stuff is just it's hard yeah when you wow the person's awfully close to the building um yeah, when you, when you tried yeah Was the car. Yeah. Wasn't that interesting? For those so he's coming in here. <laughs> for those for those not at the studio, Your we decided we just had a, right now, I'm glad that, right? we got the bars outside. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks for
1: sticking around. Cool. thank you Yeah. Thank you so much for having
2: me. Oh, that was Wait, cool. Wait, do we keep
3: going? No,
2: I think I'm I'm done. Lyrics, lyrics, I love lyrics. I don't know where they come from, but that uh, wow, was so interesting. I was
1: so happy that you were here for that.
2: That was cool. Do you know him? No. no. Oh, okay.
1: We, we thought um, another girl was c- coming in around 7.15, so I don't know. Oh, you know what? They might be doing something
0: at 8 o'clock. Oh, okay. Do you think that's what it is? I don't know. You, um, you radio; You never know. You know yeah, what one of the we totally p- don't know
2: what's going now on. Now I'm going. One of my favorite lyrics, um, Paul Simon. Um, losing love is like a window to your heart. Mm-hmm. Everyone sees you're blown apart. Everyone feels the wind blow. I don't know why. It just takes that left turn at the end and... ah." Uh, Love that lyric He's g-
1: gonna be Performing soon Really? Yeah at the Greek theater Oh that's right Just got uh, Later this year
0: and yeah.
2: I, th- I think he's playing uh, In the City May 5th Oh At <laughs> Bottom of the Hill
1: Oh what? <laughs> he's gonna make A surprise <laughs> appearance?
2: Yeah I'm pretty sure That's so. one of your
1: Prices That show would sell out In a minute Yeah Bottom
2: <laughs> of the Hill $10 at, at I the can't end. imagine
1: <laughs> I can't imagine him there <laughs> Just like Simon
2: hi that'd be so cool because
1: <laughs> he's so short right uh,
2: yeah he is kinda yeah, short. Yeah, yeah. So that would be
1: that would work though. and that'd he's super
0: so nervous he's super like typical <laughs> new yorker <He> just <laughs> with his <the, laughs> acoustic you know? yeah
5: that would be sweet, be sweet. <laughs> you guys could even do a duet together that would be
2: cool oh that would be cool <laughs> oh yeah <laughs>
3: Yeah, <laughs> all these
1: hypothetical.
5: And Woody
3: situations. Allen's
1: also going to be there. Holy
5: Dion, yep.
2: shit, yep. Liz yep. Kim Kim K,
5: <laughs>
1: got him, <laughs> <a>, Kim K, <laughs> making a She's surprise. Her name the whole surprise, but appearance. <laughs> Literally, her yeah. bet's going to be on stage. Nothing else. Just well, maybe
5: the bottom shot. of the hill. <laughs> She's, gonna ah, break break st- Hill.
1: <laughs> She's gonna break the station.
2: <laughs> I dig it.
1: He's all for it. Who were two of the other bands playing with you again on May fifth?
2: Ah, yes. From uh, from the Bay Area is uh, the Iron Heart. They're playing Bottle Rock. Very excited to have them oh. with us okay. and uh, a band called the Cha. So yeah, a couple couple really good rock and roll bands that night. It's gonna be a yeah. It's gonna be a night very cohesive bill night full of, of rock and roll.
1: Right. So on. Exciting. and how did you meet them?
2: Um t- the the Chaw okay. reached out to Bottom of the Hill for that date mm-hmm. and we were at that time still looking for a third band. So it just kinda worked out. Ramona forwarded me their info and said, Hey, um the Chaw'd like to jump on board. I checked him out. I dug him, I said, Yeah, it's Adam and then prior to that, um the guy who did my E P, George Rosenthal, put me in contact with the Iron Heart because he oh there's this great band out of Napa um, they might be doing uh, some music here at my studio. You should reach out to them. So I reached out to, to them and got in contact with their singer Thomas, and and I really dig their music. They're actually playing with us April sixteenth in Reno. Also awesome. So the Iron Heart will be with us in Reno, and they'll be with us at Bottom of the Hill. I guess we're we're going on tour with the Iron nice. Heart. Nice. Um, so yeah.
1: Where are you playing in Reno?
2: We're playing Singer Social Club, and that's a sweet venue in the heart of downtown Reno. Um, a lot of people just stop by there to have a beer. That's a free show, so that's really exciting. Stop in, hear a few songs, um, go on with your night. I what heard
1: from some people I know who were from Reno. They said there's like a whole scene happening there that nobody knows about. Unfortunately, I didn't know about it till after I was there. But
2: Reno does have a young, it does have a good organic grassroots scene, kind of i mean i'm not an expert on these things but i would say maybe early early stages of of portland scene what it is now Mm -hmm. um yeah a friend said you know reno is like a young portland so yeah it does have a there's an area reno called midtown it's got a young hip youth culture and 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 it's got a really cool hip scene in reno
1: interesting
2: yeah Well,
1: hopefully you will kind of Use that vibe to your
2: advantage. Totally. And it, it's a college town. So <laughs> oh, that's, okay. anytime you have a college town, like, like Reno or Chico or what, what have you, I mean, it, you've you have a lot of young people, a lot of open-minded people. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. One, they'll be looking for something new too.
2: Exactly. So.
1: Somewhere to chill.
2: Super excited.
1: Awesome. Should we, um, should we play one more song?
2: Sure. We, we, we can awesome. play track Four now. If we just played three, <laughs> now we can play four. <laughs> now we'll,
5: we're, we're in the clear.
2: We'll, we'll hear Prim Penitentiary.
5: Listen, I got a boxman's aim. I can hear them in the distance. They are calling my name. Here we go. i run again. I think they caught me this time. City and their angry mob committee. They're gonna find me, they're gonna find me.
1: yeah so tell us about the drama that's happening in the band right now
2: well you know <laughs> most recently i <laughs> ate something bad oh no it no. happened and had an upset stomach oh no um all day wednesday and thursday <sighs> and so uh, what
1: was it yeah just so i think
2: <laughs> i think it was the chicken curry and it was a few days old. I ate really old chicken curry shame bad when shame on me couple days was it not refrigerated? uh, it had been refrigerated before I ate it, but um <laughs> it's just old. it was yeah, it was something i was was delivering, and I had probably had it out for a while. Shame on me oh, um wow. so yeah the latest drama in the band, my upset stomach <laughs> um you know, on that note i on yeah on on that on that oh you know david and i have been talking about which overdrive pedal he's gonna use and i gave him su- suggestions and he didn't choose the main one so that's the latest <laughs> drama in dcg um i'm super grateful you know i have friends in bands and they tell me about stuff like i'm, I'm not gonna like give any names but yeah yeah bands were they're like oh yeah you know like Our drummer's not gonna make it. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, like that's a big deal. Why not? Like, well, he has beef with the guitar player. To me, that's crazy. You know what I mean? Like,
0: we've seen that firsthand too. That is
2: crazy. (laughs) I mean, I don't, I don't. You know, I try not to run the show, but like. It is, it is, these are my songs, this is my endeavor, like, if I ever had drama in the band, like, it, it would, I can promise you it would end immediately, like, th- come on, I mean, this, this is music, this is art, we're, you know, we're, we're creating art, we're, this is supposed to be fun, like, it is crazy to me, that there's bands where, like, members don't show up because they're arguing, come on, like. Childish. It's, oh, it's crazy, save, save that for work. I don't know just don't show up It's, uh, it's so crazy so yeah we're very lucky we don't have any drama like that and
0: it's only three of you
2: it's four of us. Okay. Yeah, there's four of us. Um, I, I sing and play guitar. I guess we should have gotten to this earlier, but here we are. Um, I sing and play guitar, and then uh, we have a bass player, Steven. We have a drummer, Sam. Uh, we have a keyboard player that gets those organ tones. His name is David.
1: Awesome.
2: So he gets those fat organ They're tones. They're
1: doing a great job.
2: They are. They <laughs> are, and I appreciate them. I was, it's so cool. Because I, I, while I write these songs, you know, they, they bring them to life so so I might I might if we you, you know piggyback into a metaphor here I might give birth to the child but um but without the preacher they have no faith without the teacher they have no education so I count on my band members to bring these songs that I give birth to to life so I, I realize that with without them um you know they're just ideas so there
1: you go you got to bring it forth somehow
2: yeah so I really appreciate my band absolutely and they're super cool so i kept telling david the keyboardist to to join me tonight and he didn't well, was we, he scared we, of girls or
5: uh no he's scared <laughs> of girls i think i don't know i just maybe he's just not interested you always in say that when somebody insulting. Somebody not
0: show up oh they're scared of girls <laughs> uh, do, they
2: it, a, a, do they hate it's women it's a it's a valid <laughs> question Dead country gentleman hates women um <laughs> Yeah, no. You get a
5: lot of attention to bottom of the hill, Mason. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> it was
2: like half your audience. Uh, no, he. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he had something else going on, or he's just not. He's kind of. He is kind of shy. Yeah. No. So uh, he hates
1: some bad curry.
2: He hates some bad curry. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, that
1: He took it a little too far this week.
2: Our new excuse. Bad curry. <laughs>
1: maybe next time. Yeah, yeah. So luck they're all next really
2: busy. Time. Like David does. I think David's in programming and Steven's a journalist. He works like he's salaried and he works like 75 hours a week or whatever. Like the whole band is super busy and I'm super lucky being a bike messenger. I set my own schedule so I can. uh,
0: What kind of messages do you bring people?
2: Ah, the good kind. (laughs) Um, Messages of, of, of (laughs) prosper um (laughs) uh for one for one company i pick up packages uh on-demand shipping company uh so maybe someone wants to ship something to someone in their side of the country or world whatever but they don't want to deal with packing the item and going to the post office and stuff so i pick up a lot of stuff random items laptops t-shirts phones jewelry whatever people are sending
0: Have you picked up any drugs
2: not that I know of, but I'm sure I have, yeah, I'm sure I have cause we don't check yeah I don't, yeah, don't check what's in the packaging, so I'm sure, um, but we don't we don't send that stuff um, first class exactly and then, oh, exactly
1: ground and a,
2: a lot of it's a lot of it's food, I do a lot of food delivery, there's a lot of that out here, so um and that's nice because when there's stuff left over, I get to eat like. What do you mean leftover? Oh, so like um, they <laughs> load us up with food yeah. and we go out delivering and ideally we sell it all, but whatever we don't sell, we get to eat.
0: You try to sell the food to people you deliver
2: to? Oh, no, no, They have an app. So it's oh, okay, like okay. Fast Bite, Munchery, Caviar, okay. all those companies. All right. Exactly. So they have an app and they have people ordering and stuff like that and so like i just get a little ding on my phone that's like you know uh bob wants the pad tie and he lives here and i go drop it off and it's super cool because i love people i want nachos
1: i've been talking
0: about nachos
2: (laughs) all night (laughs) it does sound
1: good though So Can good. I just send you a uh, message So that you know that
2: You could text me Text me about <laughs> <by> the nachos <laughs> Don't leave anything out I want to know the deets
0: Just like regular cheese and jalapeno nachos
2: Right You gotta be specific cheese. Is this extra sharp cheddar Or Monterey Jack uh, oh, Gotta it be just so it, called
5: nacho cheese Nacho I cheese I don't think life is that
2: simple <laughs> no, okay. Except for Doritos
1: <laughs> uh, That's chips with the nacho already on the chip that would be amazing, though. Hey, can I have some nachos? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think Post Postmates is pretty similar to that. Yeah, yeah. Like caviar. I lo- I use that. yeah so, yeah, so they load me up with food. I go out delivering, and when when you know if the shift's over and not everything is sold, I don't take it back. I get to eat it. So it's that's, yeah. that's super cool. What's the
1: best meal that you ever got to eat?
2: Ooh, there's this. Mm, <laughs> hmm. There's this sisig senor sisig oh, oh, my god. oh do you know that place it's oh my gosh so oh god did you have the
1: california burrito
2: yes <laughs> so it's amazing so good oh yes god. i get those yeah sometimes i get those leftover and it's funny i'll like you know look in my bag the huge chrome bags and i see everything i have and it's like when an order comes in i i kind of know in the back of my head what my inventory is so when an order comes in i always hope it's something i don't like, you know, so sort of like, oh, something healthy, exactly. So and so, yeah, so and so wants a salad. I'm like, sweet, I'm mean, you know, I mean? I'm, I'm headed there right away. But anytime, chef. anytime the order comes in, no matter how close or how far it is, they're like, you know, so and so wants the you know, sisig s- burrito. Ah. Oh. Son of a damn it! <laughs> you know and I got two left and I got forty five minutes to my shift. You know, come on, come, yeah, on, come uh, on, come on, come on. Yeah. And then ten minutes for the shift. Another one's sold. Okay, I got one more. I got ten minutes to go. Come on, come on. Come on, come on. Yes. And then finally, it's one thirty, and I'm like,
0: yes,
2: I got this. A burrito today. Oh yeah, it's a Filipino Mexican fusion too. It's, it's so like, is that what it is? Yeah. Okay, because it is. Yeah, it is so good. It's is it a food truck? So never it actually really, been. It is. It
0: is. It's usually on the weekdays. It so usually. Parks on Powell and uh, Ellis. Yeah, near and me. then yeah, by Desigual.
2: Powell and Ellis. Yeah. Okay. And then it's also, where Rescue needs to be. I think okay. it's
1: Tuesdays or Thursdays. It's in on Front Street. And then on Fridays is that off the grid?
2: Okay.
0: We know all about it. Oh,
2: okay. <laughs> and yes. it's gonna
0: be on Outside Lands too. It's usually at the on outside lines. Those three days, wow. super good. Yeah, it's so the good. lines are ridiculously long, but it's still
2: worth it. Yeah, understandably so.
1: it's, yeah. it's the good stuff. Oh
2: my god, a lot of good food in the city.
1: Really, seriously. Have you been to play. Off the Grid?
2: Uh, is that the one? No, I'm food thinking. Trucks? I'm thinking of SoMa Street Eats. Is that the same thing? Oh, off that that Division one has, Street? That
1: one's food trucks. It's near the freeway. It's off. It's like it. That's Off the Grid too, but it's like hosted. A yeah. different day
0: than, than the one on the uh-huh. Fort, uh-huh. Fort uh-huh. Mason. Not. Oh, they I Because I also not. have like live bands there sometimes.
2: Ooh, that would be fun. Yeah, That'd be fun. Paesan, Paesan, Paesan curry. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> not the wrong kind. They do yeah. have the right a beer one. garden too. Oh, nice. So that's one idea. Good stuff. Yeah. yeah, the city's really good for that. It is. So much food, so little time.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's cool how much food. How how much food Is in the tenderloin
1: That's true There's a lot I don't know food. if I want to eat There Just kidding <laughs> <laughs> It depends What are your favorite Go-to spots
2: I don't have any Go-to's But I, I I have a hard time Remembering Like where I went Or what it was You know Just Just so much Is that where you live No I live I live On I live Technically in Hayes Valley But where Hayes Valley Meets the Mission At um, You know where the Safeway On Market is Yes Safeway Whole Foods mm-hmm. I live over there Oh okay. So, oh, okay. but yeah, it's it's cool how I mean, the whole city has a lot of good food, but uh
1: seriously. Yeah. Yeah, I like um
2: good food, good music.
1: Brenda's is is pretty good. I kind of got sick of it,
2: but Where is that?
1: It's on uh, um, it's not... Is it Eddie? Eddie, um, Eddie and Poke Street. Okay. Yeah. It's a couple blocks up from, from Market. It's right next to the KFC. Okay. Which is funny because they're both kind of Southern. fried chicken. Yeah. <laughs> but if you want the real thing, go to Brenda's. Yeah. And then they just opened another one on Divis. Right. Oh. Which but it's is like
0: a, a fest. Like a, it's not like a restaurant. I think yeah. It's like a cafe.
1: Yeah. Diviz Adaro has a lot of And then there's spots.
0: also it great does. Indian food in the... And the Tenderloin. Because you've yes. been to
1: Lahori. Like, Punjab. Oh, yeah. Yes. Little Delhi is really good. Yeah. And then that one that you... Lahori. Yeah, um, that one's good. I forgot the
2: scene. And the coffee scene here is so... Cool. How we have all these like artisanal coffee shops, like um you know, four-barrel and mm-hmm. ritual. Oh, love and, Ritual's uh, oh, uh, oh man, God. it's like I did yeah, <laughs> I really so dig that.
0: Phil's Phil's is pretty It's, it's overrated, but it's pretty good. It's expensive, but it's worth everything. And cent. the boba. <laughs> yeah.
5: I love yes. boba.
2: Oh my gosh. So it's, much boba. You guys don't have
0: that in Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, oh it's
2: It is harder to find. I mean, I'm sure they have it, but like where where I'm from in the northwest, yeah. yeah I go home and I search boba and there, I mean, there's no, I like it's, it's hard. It's Even
1: hard. in in LA, when I go back, I'm like, Hey, have you guys ever tried boba? They're like, what the fuck LA? is that? Really? Cause wow. there's a like huge, I, I never, I never had it till I moved here. I think. Oh really? Yeah. I had it in San Diego, but there's, um, it's not like, uh, I don't know. It's not like Mexican food, you know, like that's yeah. pretty, that's pretty,
2: so pretty standard. Yeah. And I'll, like, I'll go somewhere and I'll, you know, go maybe Ventura or Reno or Vegas, or whatever. And I'll find them like, yes. And I go, and they're, and they're using the powder.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Oh.
2: For... And like all it's my hopes and dreams come crashing. <laughs>
5: exactly. The
1: end of the world.
5: Exactly. San it Francisco happens. is the
1: place to be. It is. Music and food. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's the yeah. right spot. Well thanks again for stopping on by and Thank keeping us company through thick and thin. Maybe we should play have we, is there another song that we can play?
2: There is. Okay. Um, we, we can, can play, play the in. fifth track. It's it's um it's a bit it's a bit heavy, it's a bit dark. It's a bit in the opposite <laughs> direction. it really is. It's called Crooked Smile. Oh, that song.
5: Smile. You ever speak the girl once knew? Her apparition looks just like you. Do you ever wish the mirrors didn't tell the truth? you go very well
2: <laughs> very well that Thumbs? was a lot of fun thank uh, you so much for having me
1: and it was a pleasure having dead country gentlemen um i.e uh, e. cameron was here to tell us about their upcoming show and ep release on may 5th at bottom of the hill and um, next week we will have anthony Priesty in studio so we're looking forward to that And, um, it was great having Cameron here and he's very talented and has a lot of ideas about music and songwriting and life in general. And we always appreciate, appreciate that. Thank you so much. (laughs) He's a very humble man. He is. (laughs) Thank you. And, um, we'll be talking to you soon and stay tuned for more Mutiny Radio.